got to have this feeling of return on investment whilst you're in the process of moving forward. That's what keeps you moving forward. Hi friends, back in January of this year, I interviewed Jim Steele on the release of his new book, Unashamedly Superhuman, Harness Your Inner Power and Achieve Your Greatest Professional and Personal Goals. And it was such an interesting interview all around persistence and goal achieving and how to really optimize neurochemicals, things like dopamine for success, that I wanted to share with you this short clip about how you can really push yourself to continue if you've got this big goal you're trying to achieve and how to harness the value of persistence and not step back. Even when you feel like you can't see any progress yet, what can you use as leverage on yourself to keep going and actually enjoy the journey along the way? Have a listen to this clip. I think Jim Steele kind of summarizes it really well here. And if you want to listen to the full episode, which is jam-packed with similar tips, it's episode 208. Yeah. How would you well, say for people listening and they're thinking, God, yeah, actually, I feel that resistance. I do yeah. procrastinate. Well, how can they get around this? Two things, I would say. So first thing is there has to be a certain belief system in the ability to reach the end goal, right? Because if, if I'm leaving home base to achieve something that's I don't quite know how I'm going to do it, as I start to make progress at some point, if, you're right. I, I, I may not get the results I was looking for as quickly as I wanted. And if I don't, if I don't believe the process is worthwhile, I don't believe I'm actually going to achieve the end goal. It's too tempting to go back, right? So you retreat back to where you were. Um, and that, I guess that's where sort of growth mindset comes in. I read a really interesting article. It's a guy called Robert Keegan. He was a, a Harvard uh, professor, and, and he was talking about performance psychology, and saying that there was a belief not that long ago which said something like. Um, these psychological capabilities like focus, resilience, empathy are pretty much set by the age of 25. That was the belief system. And we could acquire new skills, you know, technical skills, but you couldn't develop those psychological capabilities. And he, and he did this, this long-term study where he turned that on its head because he found there were, albeit a, min a minority of people that did develop those psychological capabilities over time, but there were two things that were consistent. That they, they, they kind of shared. One was the ability to hold and explore opposing viewpoints. So they weren't fixed in their mindset that this was true. They could hold differing viewpoints about things, right? And the second thing was they were able to define themselves. There was a flexibility in the way they defined themselves. So they could, they could kind of shape their identity based on growth rather than based on past results. So if you can do that, if you can shape an identity based on what's possible, what you can do, that in itself keeps you moving forward because you start to you, know, you start to generate dopamine, and when you got dopamine in your system because you're you have an anticipation of something that's going to happen, it keeps you on the front foot, right? And there's a so there's a phrase I often use, um, and it's, it's it's a simplification. It's a it's like a cognitive reframe where you're trying to reframe the challenge in a way which causes you to move forward. And I use the word adventure, right? It's, it's not new. But I say, if you, if you accept the adventure of what you're on, when I say the word adventure, what words come to mind? And people, and I ask an audience, what do you think when I say adventure? And they say, you know, exciting, exploration. They'll say risk, danger, the unknown. And I go, yeah, so the word adventure, it's not about success or failure, positive, negative. Adventure is just something that you label a way forward. But when you go on an adventure, you psychologically lean in. So if I said we're going on an adventure, you kind of go, what? 
you got you kind of lean towards it and what's an adventure right it, you don't you don't get stepped back from an adventure so i'd say two things one is frame frame the challenge frame what you're moving towards is something more than just the goal right that keeps you move it kind of keeps a dot on the horizon that that pulls you towards the second thing i'd say around persistence specifically is this this ability to reward the effort not just the reward not just reward the the, the outcome right so you know if if you're on a if you're, if you're running a marathon after mile 8 if you're hurting thinking about the finish line won't provide motivation quite the opposite frankly you start to think about mile 9 you think about mile 10 right you start to and, and the strategies that you reward the achievement while you're on the path so the way you get to mile nine, you give yourself a little verbal pat on the back, you know, like what good, well done, you, you dug in, you hung in there, stay focused. And by rewarding the efforts, you trip your own dopamine levels, which again, keeps you on the front foot. So persistence is just having a bit of dopamine, a bit of adrenaline maybe, um, but you've got to be able to, like you said earlier on, self-administer. If no mm. one's saying well done, right? Well, who, someone's got to say it. So it, there's a great, a great study that came out of um, some of the special forces training that I was reading about. And what they train the special forces to do when they're in difficult situations or they're on, or they're on a, you know, a long-term challenge is they train them to trip their own dopamine by self-rewarding. They call thin slice recognition. So you thin slice the task and you reward yourself each step of the way. That's persistence. It, it doesn't have to be this painful thing. Right? It's got to be a rewarding thing. Right? So I think that's, a, and I use that a lot, you know, certainly on some of the challenges I set myself. You know, rather than just wait till the end to feel good, you've got to have this feeling of return on investment whilst you're in the process of moving forward. That's what keeps you moving forward. That's persistence. So you're looking more at like, look how far I've come. I've done so well, as opposed to, oh, my God, look how far I've got to go. Like the, yeah. the race that you did, the triathlon is a good example, right? So you're patting yourself on the back. So that yeah. reward then, because I think often people, when they say reward yourself along the way, they're sort of assuming that they have to do something physical, like, yeah. you know, reward themselves with a special experience or a special yeah, treat no. or something. It's yeah, just no, congratulating no, quite, quite yourself effectively. Yeah, quite. Yeah, I, I would say don't reward yourself with a, with a treat. I would say reward just reward psychologically the fact that you put the effort in. So if you start to associate, you know, a, a kind of pleasure to some extent for putting in effort. Mm. Right. That's so so you, you, you value that. And, and when you value that, about yourself that i can trust myself to put the effort in you know the the end goal becomes the end goal becomes a, a point of direction you know i want to get to that point and, and you will get dopamine when you achieve it i mean that's you know it's a reward chemical but it's also an anticipation of reward chemical and if you can learn how to manage that you know manage your own dopamine levels that puts you into a small percentage of the population when it comes to self-motivation and drive mm -hmm. you know what you want is the brain chemicals in your system that's what causes the feeling of, of stepping into more challenge you know and you need and you and you need that challenge to build more resilience to build you know growth uh, and all the things that really when you start to value you can set any goal i mean i, I don't want to get too motivational but whatever the goal is that's a that gives you a direction but you know if, if we just feel satisfied by achieving the goal you know how often do you hear that people who, who achieve goals and they sit there going is that all there is mm. you know and you go yeah because you know you, you motivated yourself you achieved the target but the real value, I think the real value is, is understanding the, 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 the return on, on putting in the time and effort to become what you want to become. Because even if you don't achieve the goal, I remember years ago watching, I think it was the Olympics probably, and there was Zola Budd was a, was a South African runner. known. For, she was famous for running barefoot. Um, anyway, she, she tripped up 
one of the favorites it was an american man his mary decker slaney yeah, if i got that right that'd be impressive but who was the favorite to win from the states anyway they kind of had a bit of a tangle the american fell and she and she didn't win any medals and they they interviewed her afterwards and she was distraught and, and she was really kind of blaming on zola bud for tripping her up and she was saying that she's, she's ruined my life for four years wasted training for this race because you know the only value she attached was winning the race and I, i'm all for that you know achieving things you want to achieve but she, she didn't attach any value to the four years that she experienced mm. traveling the world competing had an amazing lifestyle you know it was almost written off it's just about that race you know and uh I think, I think, you know, it's a better model to go, yeah, the race is really important, but I'm not going to devalue the process. You know, the path to, yeah. the, to the end the end goal is I mean, also what, valuable. What's interesting there as well, what you were talking about in terms of that reward mechanism and that dopamine that's, that struck me is a lot of people will say as well, like they don't have the belief ahead of time that they can do it. But as mm. you're rewarding along the way, like using that analogy of the of the race, when you were saying, you know, good on you, well done, you've done that, not you've done nine miles, you mm. can go for the next 10. What you're doing is you're proving uh, sort of ahead of time that you do have capability because yeah. you're acknowledging, well, if I've got this far, I can get that far and that far. So you're only ever then taking the next step, right? And you're building yeah. self-confidence and self-esteem along the way. Yeah, and, and it, it keeps you in the game. Thank you for listening to today's show and for your interest in health optimization for high performance. If you're new to my podcast, you may be interested to know that you can get a free health score and report complete with personalized recommendations on how to optimize your sleep, nutrition, fitness, and resilience in the top link in the show notes below. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Links to everything we talked about are also in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe for more.